Hi, you're listening to Mindful Mutterings Goes Travelling, the mindfulness-based travel podcast for all of us adventurers who love to go travelling, love to live in the present moment and want to make life a more enriching experience. Thanks for listening. Hi, thanks for joining me. So, after our six-hour drive through floods, around cows and in the dark, we finally arrived at the Sawai Villas in Rathambore. Our rooms were fabulous and we were lucky enough to have an outdoor shower and a balcony. Uh, So once we'd been welcomed and escorted to our rooms, we then went to have dinner to the accompaniment of traditional Indian music and dance, which was fantastic to watch and listen to. Once again, the food was magnificent. So many interesting dishes from salads to dal, tasty vegetable dishes to spicy paneer, most of it gluten-free and yeah, absolutely delicious. Uh, After dinner, we wandered around the complex to try and get our bearings whilst trying to avoid the many frogs that sprung out at us. Um, I had asked earlier in the holiday if it was possible to have a yoga master teach me when we had some free time. Um, And I definitely didn't want to leave the home of yoga without experiencing an authentic teaching. So our guide Cam is amazing and he of course knew someone and after tracking down a translator, um, I had my sunrise yoga class with a master called Bandu. Um, And my lesson was then translated by Chandra, who is actually a naturalist by profession, but he was really happy to help out. And it was amazing. It's absolutely fabulous. His explanations via Chandra's uh, translations of the asana, the poses, gave me a more in-depth knowledge and his subtle adjustments to my posture made a huge difference. Um, Also, he was just so generous with his knowledge. He explained how he views the mind-body connection in yoga, the importance of regular practice every day, and he explained that 12 rounds of the sun asana, or sun salutation as we know it, should really be performed daily at sunrise for maximum well-being. Um, he then moved on to pranayama, which is breath work, and explained how I could manage my health through the daily practice of a very precise number of repetitions of each breath work. Because I already knew the pranayama, he was able to, uh, again, tweak my practice and give me more explanation as to how uh, taking my breath differently or adjusting my posture while I did the pranayama uh, would would help that and also how important the the numbers that he were giving me for repetition were to change the way that the pranayama works so again incredible knowledge that I didn't have before and he was saying that really for the way that I live to do these exercises every day this pranayama exercises every day between 4 30 and 5 would give me the optimum benefit um, also, for those of you that know me, will know that I, at the moment I have a frozen shoulder, and he was so kind and generous with his knowledge. And so he gave me some movements to add to my practice to improve the mobility of the joint and reduce the pain. And even after just the one session that we had together, it already feels freer. So, just amazing. Um, it did make me smile though that even through this mindful and absorbing session, he was asking Chandra to take fo- uh, pictures so that he could show others how he had taught a European woman yoga. Uh, it was an experience that I will never forget and I am so, so very grateful for. Uh, we then had some free time to relax and after a wander of the grounds, um, admiring the lush green plants, towering plant, palms and beautiful flowers, we settled ourselves on the terrace and people watched for a while. I love doing that. I find it so fascinating to watch how people move and interact with each other. So I had a lovely time. Um, Before lunch, we had to talk about the tigers from a respected expert who it turned out was the lovely Chandra who had translated my yoga lesson earlier. 
And he was talking about the near extinction of the tigers and how Project Tiger was sanctioned by Indira Gandhi in 1973. And now numbers are rising due to their protected status and how large areas of land had been declared na uh, nature reserves so that the tigers could uh, be safe, essentially. And there's a huge, huge emphasis on keeping them safe and well protected. At one point, they did uh, microchip them all, but then people had worked out how to hack the microchips so they knew exactly where to find the tigers, and obviously then poaching became an issue. They've changed that now, and so they're, they're pleased to say that actually um, the numbers are increasing and they're being able to, um, once uh, tigers are having their cubs uh, and they're growing to an age, they're then able to repopulate other areas and other parks. Um, so yeah, just just brilliant. So after a, a light lunch, because we were told it was quite a bouncy journey, we climbed onto these canters, which are essentially large open top vehicles, with bars along the side, uh, seat belts that don't work, so don't even bother, uh, and transported to Rathambore National Park for the first of our game drives. Uh, that in itself was a um, an adrenaline uh, experience because we're in these massive jeeps with not an awful lot of suspension, driving over these roads, in and out of tuk-tuks. Uh, we passed camels, um, wild boar on the road, as well as the expected dogs and cows. Uh, but the sun was out and the temperature was a really lovely, comfortable 31 degrees. And uh, yeah, I have to say, this is probably the bumpiest, most bone-shaking journey that I've ever experienced. Because once again, the unseasonal rains that we'd experienced earlier in the week were still causing problems. As some of the roads in the nature reserve had been washed away, and some of the, I use the term lightly bridge, but some of the bridges that we were going over um, had big holes in them and uh, oh, we just, we got bounced from pillar to post, but it was, it was really good fun, really interesting. Uh, we saw spotted fawn antelopes, monkeys, a sloth bear, an assortment of various birds, but the tiger remained elusive. So we had our fingers crossed for our early morning drive the next day. And for that, we were up at 5.15 so that we could be away and by the park, at the park by sunrise to catch some of the wildlife as it woke up. And we saw similar animals and birds as the previous afternoon, but still no sight of the tigers. Um, but our guides had heard an alarm call, an animal alarm call, and so they took us down this track because they were hoping that this was a precursor to a sighting. Um, and that's how it can often wait, uh, work. So we sat and waited, but to no avail. Uh, but what had actually happened while we were waiting for the tiger was that our canter with uh, 12 people on it had slowly sunk into the mud um, and we hadn't noticed because we'd been preoccupied trying to find a tiger. So half an hour of the men on the canter helping the driver and the guide move branches and stones to try and give the vehicle some traction uh, made absolutely no difference. Um, and we were still stuck uh, in the mud. We were really firmly entrenched. We were about 18 inches sunk into the mud. Um, so luckily another jeep with another another group arrived, uh, rope was secured and we were finally towed out of the mud, only to find ourselves stuck again as the driver tried to turn us around. Uh, another tow ensued and we were finally on our way after much cheering. Sadly though, it was now time to return to the hotel and no tigers had been seen. Um, but it was it was a great experience. Firstly, I think that was my first time through the jungle. Secondly, you know, it was great to see all these beautiful animals in their natural environment and how they coexist together. So apparently the monkeys and the deer work really well together. The monkeys shake the leaves for the deer. And also because the monkeys are up high, they warn the deer when the tiger is around. 
Um, but yeah, it was absolutely fantastic experience, bone shaking though it may have been, and a little bit disappointing because we didn't see a tiger. But maybe we'll see one another day when we come back. Um, but yeah, great day. So after lunch, we got back on the coach and we set off for the pink city of Jaipur. And our adventure continues. I hope you'll join me.